Welcome to The Vital Point. I'm your host, Jonathan Schechter. If you are interested in transformational work, such as plant medicine, psychedelics, breath work, meditation, somatic practices, cold exposure, yoga, and more, then my friends, you are in the right place. Welcome to The Vital Point, the podcast that is for practitioners as well as people new to transformational work looking curiously for more information and guidance. So if you are new to this type of work, uh, welcome. I'm your host, Jonathan Schechter. I am an integration coach and breathwork facilitator. I've also been meditating for about 20 years and um, do some mindfulness instruction as well. So this podcast um, brings you leaders in the fields of transformational work, whether that's um, psychedelics and plant medicine work, breath work, or a myriad of other types of modalities. And my goal with this podcast is to not only introduce you to new modalities and practices, but help spark your curiosity to go out and actually practice them. So I hope you enjoy today's episode of the show. On this episode of the Vital Point podcast, I sit down with Fabian Rodriguez, known on Instagram as Realization underscore Nation. Really enjoyed this conversation. Fabian has this wonderful energy, and one of the themes that comes up on the podcast is of embodiment and um, being rather than doing. And I can really feel that in his energy. It's something that I'm working towards myself. And uh, so Fabian shares his story about being called to work with plant medicine and how that's transformed his life. Now he's in his ninth year of taking people down to the Amazon to work with um, his maestros, teachers, um, with sacred plants, including ayahuasca. And um, share some really cool stories about that, and as well as his uh, men's work with the Sacred Sons group, which is definitely needed in these times. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, the Vital Point podcast, uh, podcast about all different kinds of transformational practices, breath work, plant medicines, meditation, uh, mindset, basically anything that you would need if you're interested in transforming yourself and um, really want to bring forward uh, leaders in the field, people that are doing the work themselves so that they can share their stories, uh, their inspiration, and hopefully uh, spark your curiosity as uh, listeners to go and discover something new or you know, go a little bit deeper in your practice. And today my guest is um, Fabian Rodriguez. He's known on Instagram as Realization Nation and um, followed him for quite a bit and was really grateful that he uh, agreed to be on the podcast. So Fabian, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. So normally when I kind of open the, the episodes, um, you know, sometimes the guests, it's, it's easy to sort of describe them and what they do and who they are. Um, sometimes they're kind of niched in, you know, and then there's other people that are definitely more multidimensional they're, they've got their hands in a lot of different uh, passions and projects and whatnot. And to me, 
you kind of fit into that second category. So rather than me trying to like sum up what you do, would you mind just like telling a little bit about yourself? And like, if you had to describe yourself to somebody brand new, like, like, what would you say about yourself? Um, well, I like the, I like the part you said multidimensional because it's always a tricky one when somebody asks me what I do. Uh, right. Nonetheless, even like family, uh, they go, so what do you do? I'm like, all right, how do I describe this? Um, <laughs> and and it's, it's interesting because it's not something like a, you know, like a resume where you put a, a, your job description. So it's really more of a, a, I would say like a life description of what I do. Um, ultimately, it being just that I'm doing the things that have sparked exactly that within me, a transformation and been able to share it. So within those have been all types of different practices and modalities from being a, an actual physical personal trainer to also uh, uh, guiding people on psychedelic journeys and uh, currently uh, working in Peru, been working there for about eight years now, taking people with me every time I go. So so it, it encompasses a lot of different hats I wear, I guess you could say, you know, and we'll, we'll cover more. I think it'll unravel as we go. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that's a good uh, transition into that. So like a couple of the reasons that, you know, I wanted to talk to you more are things that you post about, you know, you mentioned taking people down to Peru for medicine journeys. And I also, um, you work with the uh, Sacred Sons doing men's, uh, men's work. And that's a beautiful group, a beautiful practice. And so, yeah, like I really wanted to kind of get into to both of those things with you because men's work, I think, is so important, especially within the transformation and the psychedelic space. Um, you know, I, I've, I find that for whatever reason, this type of work is very, you know, it attracts the feminine energy quite easily. Whereas somewhat, uh, it seems like the masculine is, sometimes it's a little bit harder to, to get into. Um, you know, maybe that's because we, as men, are kind of taught in our society to, like, not be in touch with our feelings and our vulnerability and, you know, walk it off, suck it up, you know, be a man, all that kind of stuff. And so, like, I really appreciate the, the folks like you that are, you know, representing the masculine in the space and, like, really showing that it's okay to, to be vulnerable and to embrace this more, um, you know, whole bodied, uh, uh, embodied form of the masculine and the feminine together. But I would love to just start off with like, how did you get involved in taking people down to, to Peru, to the jungles to, to do this medicine work? Well, part of like what you were just saying about embodiment, really that encapsulates everything. And that's been my journey of, of embodying all these these aspects that have helped me uh, really heal parts of myself and in doing that been able to I guess you could say pay it forward with helping others and and really it's it's been uh, amazing because it's <laughs> the more that I've come into this embodiment of who I am uh, that's all I, I've had to do really so there's nothing of reaching out to anybody just i you know me going to peru uh, doing men's work has been work for myself and in doing so i've kind of put the invitation out to others like hey well this is working for me and, and those that resonate with it you know answer that that call 
And so Peru, it's been now, gosh, uh, coming on about almost nine years of traveling there and working with uh, some of the indigenous people I've worked with there for quite a while and my maestro that become close with and and it started like I said about nine years ago and really it was a big moment of awakening when I had a big breakup from a fiance and that really sent me into this this um, questioning of who I am and what I'm doing here uh, went into depression went into the you name it the textbook you know I was, I was going into drinking and and escaping and and eventually i was researching trying to find something of what could help me and it's ayahuasca popped up in some some form that i was looking at and and i remember even looking through at therapy and somewhere in there i kind of just veered and, and as the saying goes like it calls you and so i felt like this calling and i and, and i'd never heard of it and i looked at it and and i I was amazed it answered a lot of the questions that were coming up for me. And, but then the, then I was like, well, where do you find a, a, a medicine worker, a shaman? Where, how do you even find somebody in the jungles and nonetheless this medicine? And so that seemed a far off concept for me. And as, like I said, as this medicine works, uh, two days later, a friend contacts me saying, Hey, I'm going to Peru on this with a group. Uh, have you ever heard of this ayahuasca? And and I was like, hey, I'd like to join. I like it, it was the it just happened so you know synchronistically that yeah. it showed up, and I was like, sign me on. I'm coming with you. And and from there, that was it. I I felt like I had to come back that first that first time first time in ceremony. It felt like a um, like I like they gave me just a couple minutes to be in a library and try to gather as much information, you know. Mm. And so after after that first experience, I was like, okay, I'd like to come back and spend a little more time in the library. And and so I did. I returned within a year and 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 basically learned how to navigate through that space a little bit more each time with with working with my maestro, teaching, learning, watching, sitting in what's called dietas, learning learning how they work with the medicines and, and really humbling myself. It was a very humbling experience to, to learn something completely out of my, my, my scope. And, and so I, I got really close with my maestro and he told me, he goes, Hey, keep returning, keep learning, keep coming. And I'll, I'll teach you more and stay longer. And, and so I ended up just staying in the jungle for weeks at a time and learning all the different plants that they had and what's um what you know from there they you start learning the spirits of these plants and they become your sacred allies really on your journey and so it, it's really been amazing to not only work with them and and learn but also be a part of it their whole community and and help them along the way in any way i can and, and so it's been uh it's not just the medicine you know when people come with me out there it's not just to experience just the ayahuasca it's really the whole experience of of being on the land being being off the grid being away from from all the things that we know all our safeties and 
and observing and just being being uh, a humble observer of how how people live there also yeah that's that's so beautiful and there's so much to unpack there and i, I was writing notes mm. as you were as you were speaking because there was so much that you were saying that that was resonating with me and my own story and, and things that i could relate to um one thing that i did want to like go into a little bit more is is the dietas because i think when you know ayahuasca in particular is becoming so much more prevalent in the the social com conversation in, in the mainstream and i think that a lot of people especially if they're sort of used to the let's say the media narrative of like what psychedelics are and 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 what you know drugs are you know like there's there's a certain idea that they have and ayahuasca is like only one medicine only one plant it's really more about all the you know getting that relationship like you mentioned with the different plants and dieting and building that that connection with different plants so yeah could you could you speak a little bit more about that you know that process and like how like how do you how do you decide which plant you're going to 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 work with yeah as they say in the jungle that it's really the the work is is doing the dietas the mm -hmm. it's not about sitting with ayahuasca you know and, and like you said here in in the western culture well yes people want to experience ayahuasca but it's uh nonetheless people coming from the western civilization western society uh when you get there to sit with that plan is very powerful it's a master master plant a master teacher plant so to arrive and just jump into that is a lot so it's yeah. i i I recommend people to do the dietas beforehand. And even if they could do something prior, so be like a soft dieta uh, prior to coming where you're, you start removing certain things such as um, obviously alcohols and, and no sex and, and spices and oils from your, from your diets. So these things put you in a, in a, in a space of reflection. I found that it worked a lot where I could see where, my attachment to even something as basic as as uh oils and salts and certain foods like to let go and and to there there is a part that i've learned in in sitting with with plants that there is a you also have to give up something <laughs> to get mm. something you know and part of that is is giving up those attachments and and the things that are connected to an, an older way of, of thinking that you're trying to uh, come into a new way of, of approaching life and you just can't come with the same baggage. And so with the dietas, the way it goes is originally, like I'll, I'll tell you the story of how originally ayahuasca was meant to be, how it was used back in the days was really uh, somebody had an ailment, an issue, and they would come to a, a curandero, a vegetalista, um, which is which what we would call shaman here, but and, and so as, as almost like a, the doctor of of the village, and they would sit with with them in ceremony, and the maestro, the 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 curandero, would take the ayahuasca, so he would ingest it and be given the visions and the understanding through his connection with the wisdom of all the plants he's dieted with, which at that point they would 
be able to almost diagnose the patient, as they call them. Uh, they'd be able to diagnose them, and at that point, go. You should work with this plant that's going to help uh, cleanse your blood. Uh, work with this for your reproductive system. Work with this for your gastric. So it's it's a pharmacy in the jungle. They have a every you know. I mean, walking through there, they could point out, oh, this is to cure uh, cancer. This is for eyes. This is to. It's amazing to to learn that. And so, at that point, they would tell the person like. To go on a dieta, and they would recommend, you know, two weeks, three weeks, a month, three months, up to a year of doing a strict dieta where they're going to remove a lot of things from their their everyday life. And usually that would also entail sitting in the jungle on their own and a stripped down diet. And so when people are able to do that, uh, they, they when they come, they sit with the maestro also. And this time now they sit with the ayahuasca and usually the maestro will will know what plant for them to work with. And usually if somebody's coming from Western society, the first thing they're going to have you do is just go through cleansing, just cleanse the body, <laughs> cleanse the system. So, so some, some of the plants are, are going to be like a mokura, um, Aho things that are just going to kind of cleanse the blood s system, the gastric, the, the gut. And, and that can be challenging in itself. These are not psychoactive uh, plants, so these are just doing a, a cleansing to to begin with, and then they move to to uh, maybe smaller plants, to floral plants, to to bring in dream work, to bring in songs, to bring in uh, opening of hearts. Uh, one that's popular is bobinsana. They'll they'll put, you know, start working with bobinsana, more of a feminine energy, a soft soft way to start entering into this realm of learning these plant spirits. And which at that point you start, if you're doing dietas cons consistently, then you move up to uh, stronger plants. Sometimes might be a psychoactive plant, um, dream work plants, and then ultimately moving to what's called palos fuertes, which are trees, well, ancient trees. So drinking some of the prepared resin from the trees. Um, and, and, and after, I mean, some of these curanderos have accrued, you know, years of dietas, hundreds and hundreds of uh, sitting with plants, different plants. So they have a a library of wisdom of, of what uh, what somebody needs when they come seeking healing. So that's really how originally it was meant to be, you know. And so with, like you said, with the popularity of it coming and by all means, Ayahuasca still is amazing teacher. It's going to show, show so much to somebody right. because they're going to sit there. Uh, but also, like I remember when I used to observe them, they would just, they, the maestro, they would drink a full cup and they'd sit there focused while other people would start rolling around and making noises. And, and as they said, they go, the more you've done dietas, the more that you could concentrate and really focus and commune with the spirit of, of ayahuasca. And, and really get get the downloads, really get the understanding of what it, what's coming through, the, the wisdom of the plant versus, I don't know, cleansing out just your bad diet from eating here in the Western side, you know? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like what you're saying is, is a different way of describing what, you know, sort of has become uh, referred to as integration, right? Like, number mm -hmm. one, we're, we're making space um, for this new energy 
or the, the, the connection with the plants to actually root and like become integrated with yourself. You're not just having this experience and then going back to your normal life. So that what you're, what you mentioned is like, even before you go and sit with the medicine, it's looking at what are the things that are like maybe keeping me from really being integrated with this, with who I want to be when I'm, you know, coming into, um, to, to my, my dieta and my plant experience. Um, and then, you know, leaving that space that has been created that the medicine can then fill and then taking that back into, into your, you know, into your life when you, when you leave the jungle and there's, there's something that's so magical about that, you know, like not even, not only like you mentioned the, the foods and the, the oils and, and you mentioned, you know, sex and, but also like, I, I feel like there's a, there's an element of being able to take inventory of everything that you're doing, you know, like how, how much time am I spending scrolling on Instagram or, you know, watching something that really isn't like that healthy for me in my mind and my soul. Um, what are these ways, what are, what am I consuming? You know, not only food mm. and, 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 you know, liquid, and drugs, but like also the media, you know, who are the people that I'm spending time with? Like, what are, what's the energy that I'm consuming? And like you said, like giving up those things, like not only does it create that space, but it also like really shows you in, in this very visceral way of like, oh, wow, these are the things that I've become sort of dependent on, or like, I, these are my habits. And then the, and then the plants can come in and just like, because you've created that space, um, there's, you know, there's room for that growth and, and new growth, you know, it's just like in a garden, right. You would have to get rid of the roots and the, 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 the weeds and whatnot so that you can plant new plants and, and have new flowers and, 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 and whatever you're growing actually take root. Yeah. It's exactly that because, uh, I remember this one master I worked with, he's like, he goes, once you, once you've sat with these plants, He's like, it's like a little seed inside of you. He goes, if you cultivate the space for it, it'll keep growing and keep expanding, keep teaching you. And that's one thing, you know, like you're touching on integration. That's obviously the most important aspect of this, of how you're going to bring in that wisdom that you've, you've had the opportunity to, to, to see and hear and feel all, how you're going to apply it into your life. And so in, because the way I've looked at it with all these different medicines and modalities in life, whether it be breath work or it be plant medicines or it's, it's really, it opens the portal for the opportunity for you to step into what you're calling in. It doesn't, it doesn't just heal you. You know, a lot of, a lot of people have the concept that they're going to go and just be healed of whatever it is and get rid of something. And yes, there, there is an aspect of that, but you also have to do the work and, and I look at these plants and, and all these modalities really as, as they're there to support you. They're, they're there to support you. They're not going to grab you by the hand and, and do the work for you. And by you cultivating the space within yourself, around yourself, just like you said, not just what you're feeding yourself, but what are you feeding that you're watching, listening to what's around you, what's feeding, you know, what's feeding your soul or, or not. Yeah. And so once, once you do, have that experience and people come back um you've you've changed you've made a big change and now it's you got to make the adjustments accordingly to cultivate that garden 
Yeah. I love the analogy that you used of the library because not only is it just a cool visual, but like it really speaks to um, how much information and is, is out there that we're just completely like cut off from unless we have, you know, access to these teachers and these plants. And um, I just, I, I haven't been to the, the Amazon yet, but I love that, just that visual of like, you know, just this huge pharmacy library and almost like, you know, a, a technology um, that, mm-hmm. that is so much more advanced than we would give it credit for initially. Like, I, I remember the first time sitting in ceremony myself, like one of the things that I really didn't understand and was like very skeptical about were the Icaros. And like, I was like, okay, I, it makes sense to me that I could drink this, this brew and have something happen. But like, how is this song going, going to heal me? Like that just seems like it, it doesn't make sense to me. And all you need is that experience to go like, okay, wow. Like I don't, there's no doubt anymore. Like this is, this is really happening. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's an experiential thing, but the, to me, there's such a, there's such a technology almost um, in that and, and, and the wisdom of these plants that all of a sudden you can be connected through um, that is almost miraculous. I think like the first time um, and it's just such a beautiful way that you described it. Um, the other thing that really like, stuck out about what you were saying is um, that you weren't, you weren't um, thinking or like really having to consciously make decisions. It sounded like you were like just open and going in the direction that your heart was pulling you in and like your spirit was, was taking you in um, that, that led you back to the jungle that led you to the jungle in the first place. I mean, that's an incredible story of like, two days later, you know, your friend shows up and says, Hey, uh, this is what I'm doing. And, um, you know, just being open to those synchronicities and serendipities of life that are really all around us all the time. Just like the, the power of these plants are around us all the time and, and we're just not really paying attention to them. So I, I really appreciate you sharing all that. Yeah. It's, it's really, once you do open yourself to, to whatever it is, whatever it is that you're seeking, those things are, you know, universe will align those things for you. Mm-hmm. And so the minute that you start seeking, you know, as the saying goes, what you seek is seeking you, that really resonated with me because the moment that I did ask the questions, those answers started arriving. And, you know, we call those synchronicities and, or coincidences. And, and I, I've learned to even not be shocked by them anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it, it it is the way that it is the way that the universe works and it makes sense to me that you know what i ask for and what what my what i my perception and what i focus on is what what becomes available to me and so in in this journey with plants um they they're they're waiting for you to show you that and and here in the, in the western side same thing even if you go to nature and you listen you, you you get an understanding something much different than than if you were not paying attention and and with culture right now a lot of people don't have that connection and and that's why i, I find such a deep once i'm i'm there in the jungle and somebody comes with me and they're off the grid a lot of those those distractions have been removed 
just mm. alone, just, just the basic everyday life, you know? And so you're left there to your own vices of, of understanding of trying to, you start observing, you become an observer again. And so there's so much to learn from, you know, speaking about technologies, uh, there's something that I've, I found very uh, teaching and interesting in reflecting in just the, even the insects, <laughs> the insects mm. in the jungle, the sounds, the sounds of the animals, uh, the sounds uh, at night during a ceremony, all these things like there's actual intelligence and consciousness and wisdom being taught. Now, if, Another analogy I like to use is, like, let's say a website. I see a website. I just see what it is. Now, somebody who knows the coding looks at it, and they understand what's behind, what's making mm. the website work. And so when I'm out there, I, 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 I can understand that. I can see behind the, that veil and see, oh, the workings, the dynamics be, behind life, behind death, uh, of why we are the way we are why my mind is the way it is why and so i have this it's a powerful reflection to actually the nature to reflect you know as they say pachamama and you reflect on all that there is there and you can just sit there yeah. by the river and and have an understanding of, of, of yourself with nothing else you know mm. I love that. And yeah, it's, uh, you know, I live in Tucson and it's one of the great pleasures of where I live that, you know, unlike Phoenix, for instance, like where they've tried to kind of pave over the desert and create like a city, there's so much of Tucson that's like, you're in the desert, like you're, you're in nature to a certain extent, you know, there's javelinas and, and hawks and different animals and coyotes that are just kind of running through neighborhoods because you're in their territory, not the opposite. Yeah. And, and it's such a wonderful way to integrate, uh, especially, you know, different medicine experiences, like you said, to just go out into the nature and, and be quiet and listen. And like, I've, I've had those experiences, like where the saguaros start to talk to me and mm -hmm. you know just sitting with them and communing and, and feeling like wow like i'm moving so fast there's so much patience that these grandfathers have to teach me um you know that it, my whole life is a blink of an eye to them you know like i must be moving so quickly and like can i sit and and try to learn something from them about being patient and just being a part of this community you know, because usually when you see swaros out in the desert, right, there's, mm -hmm. there's tons of them, there might be hundreds of them surrounding you. And there's so much um, in our environment and in nature that's there to, to teach us if we're open and we're listening, like you're saying, it's just, I uh, just uh, resonate so much with everything that you're saying, brother. Yeah. And, and also something that personally, I, I, that comes through when I'm in a space of being in nature that I, I'm no greater than you know, no less than I'm mm. equal to everything around me from the insects to the plants, to the animals that I can observe myself becoming part of the fabric of, of, of it all. And so at that mm. point, like you lose a lot of your, uh, a lot of the labels, a lot of what you perceive yourself to be and, yeah. and, and to, to just be, or as one maestro once told me, he's like, he asked me what I thought the, the Jaguar thought of itself to be you know he's like once you're on the medicine he goes you'll you'll understand what the jaguar understands and that, that didn't make sense and he's like what do you think the jaguar thinks he is and, and so i sat there thinking like i don't know well, 
king of the jungle, powerful cat, powerful this. And he, he was like, no, he's not thinking. He's just being, you know, he's mm. completely being in, in nature. And, and, and that really sank in with me because there was moments where I would find myself completely uh, not Fabian, not this, this shell and, and what I perceive myself to be, but I found myself to be in connection with all. You know, mm. and at that point, I felt, I felt myself literally accepted by the jungle. Like, okay, you're welcome to, uh, to to come in here. Wow, that's beautiful. Uh, I feel like we could keep talking about this topic for a while, but I did want to kind of pivot a little bit to yeah. your your work with uh, with Sacred Sons and like, how did you get involved with men's work and and kind of what what you were doing now with them. Yeah, it's been now uh, about three years working with Sacred Sons, and it's been amazing. It's been amazing to connect with men that are also on very similar path as as myself, and nonetheless, a lot of also medicine brothers that have actually sat with medicine. So there was some uh, a connection there. But to to start was really through myself and another brother named Aubert, who is one of the three co-founders of Sacred Sons. We had uh, we would do small groups and just kind of be like, hey, let's see if we could get a bunch of guys to come over and we'll uh, I'll, I'll do the sound, I'll do the sound bath, and he's like, we'll lead a talk and kind of just see where everybody's at, you know? Let's be like, hey, what's up in your life? Because uh, at that point we weren't drinking or partying, and so we were like, all right, well, we want to gather and have a little potluck and let's just and we would literally write out. A couple questions leading questions and all of us would have turns to to share on it and in doing so we had noticed like one question would take 30 minutes each guy so there was a lot to talk about i was like well every guy like you know what was going to be an hour two hour session turned into just all of us hanging out all night sharing and so we found that we're like okay and guys were like hey when's the next one and so while we were doing that there was uh, the other two brothers that were co-founders Jason, uh, Jason Mack and Adam that were also doing their own work in separate groups. Uh, Jason was working with the Mankind Project and uh, Adam was working with somebody else. And through social media, they kind of ended up following each other and going like, hey, well, why don't we come together and, and do something a little bit larger? And so we had the first first Sacred Sons gathering in Joshua Tree and really it's been now that all the co-founders that are still with us that we all came and we're like all right well it was eight of us so what are we going to do so we're just going to sit around talk and gaze and and cry <laughs> and and, <laughs> and laugh a lot you know but it's been such a powerful medicine to have to be able to reflect with other men openly you know the our struggles and you know i show up and sometimes i'm like i don't know i i even sometimes feel like hey maybe i'm not worthy of being here or i don't need to be here and hearing somebody else share something opens up something within me and and uh -huh. activates something else and and not only uh one doing one's work showing up and sharing something whatever in whatever way you show up you know all, all of you is accepted as we always say and but also holding space for others. People sometimes never held space and to actually witness a brother going through something without any judgment, just going like, Hey, I, I get it. I've been there. You know, we're, 
we see ourselves all not just as humans there like we're all doing we're having the human experience but also as souls going through this experience and yeah. so it's gotten within the past three years really now we've it's gotten pretty fine-tuned to like the offerings that we have and the people that have shown up the facilitators that are bringing their gifts and now it's it's amazing everybody showed up uh brought their best from the graphic artist guy to the photographer to uh the yoga teacher to sound everybody has shown up with their their gifts to the highest yeah i love that you know and that kind of circles back to something that you said at the top of our conversation about you know turning the challenges in your life like you mentioned you know that that breakup that you know you took you into this dark place but then alchemizing that that struggle and that challenge or that darkness not only into like your own medicine but something that you can use to be an inspiration and, and help for other people. And you don't really even have to work at it. It's just like, you just have to be you and do your own work and show up and embody, you know, just the, the I think it's Gandhi, right? Like be the change you want to see in the world. And, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and, and that creates um, this, this beautiful web of, uh, of connectivity and um, yeah, I, I love that. It's just, it's, it's such a powerful, powerful way to, to, to be and to embody the, the work that you're doing. And um, yeah, it's, uh, my hat's off to you, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. It, it's really, that's what we're here to do. You know, when somebody's like, what's my purpose? I'm going to tell you guys, when somebody asks, what's my purpose? <laughs> like for me, my, my purpose has been to be of service to be and in doing so i was the next question was like well how do i do that and, and at that point is is diving into what my passions are of what i like to do and sharing that and and in doing so that that helps somebody else to tap into what they want to do you know well it wouldn't be fun doing all this just for myself you know it wouldn't yeah. be fun having a, a men's a men's group if it's just myself <laughs> but <laughs> but sharing it and, and in doing so is really, you're just being yourself. You're, that's what you're here to do. You know, it's, it's, it's not a really complicated thing. I've learned over the years that it's, it's, we, we make it very complicated, you know, what yeah. this purpose and what this, what, why, what's the meaning of life and this, and, and really it's here to, to, to be yourself, to be the best self you can um, enjoy it, you know, love it for what everything for all the ups and downs. I've even had, learn to rephrase a lot of how I was doing my own self-talk of all these, you know, they're not challenges. I, they're, they're all opportunities for me to step up. These are yeah. all opportunities, you know, yes, we could go like, Oh, the, the universe is testing me right now. I'm like, no, it, it's actually just giving you the opportunity that you've been asking for. It's like, well, here you go. This is what you've been asking for. And so, so taking those uh, makes me be grounded in who I am and helps me share just share, you know, and, and with social media, obviously this has been an amazing journey with, with this technology to reach out just like this. And I see so many people joining us and there's uh, people that have joined on that have come to the jungle with us, uh, you know, and so I see them joining and, and, and that's, that's exactly, you know, the, the more authentic we could be with each other, the more that you're dropping your walls, I drop my walls. And vice versa, you know, and next, you know, we're like just being ourselves and I could, I could, 
I could connect with people that much easier, you know, because I found when I would put a mask on, then somebody else would put a mask on mm. and we end up playing those roles. And so it, it's, it's still, it's still a journey. I haven't figured myself out at all. You know, I, I don't think I ever will. That's kind of the ever evolving part of myself that I'm constantly figuring something out. And, and it's so much fun in doing this that, um, you know, we, we say in, at sacred sons, like be, be a lighthouse. And so the, the, so the boats that are out there in the rough seas could find their way and they have to learn how to navigate. Don't jump in the oceans trying to save the boat because you might get taken down. So mm. I encourage everybody just to do that. Just be, be themselves the best they can and don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. I mean, it's, it's all, like you said, it's all in the framing, you know, like um, when, when we go through that journey of like, something that we thought was a challenge or we felt like a victim. And all of a sudden it, you like can see the, the bigger picture of like where this led you or like the things that it taught you, maybe the, the people that it brought you to, right? Because if you hadn't gone through those experiences in the exact same way that you did, you wouldn't be exactly where you are, you know, with the people around you that, that you, you know, in the community that you've built. Um, they're like, what a blessing that is. And like, just how beautiful, like what a beautiful part of, of life that that is, you know? And, um, and I love, you know, just the community that, that you're building, you know, because, you know, I think there's like a saying, right? Like you're the, you're the sum of the people closest to you around you. Um, so like being, being in community, being so close with brothers that are so aligned with you spiritually and energetically, it just strengthens that energy for everyone, you know, and it helps, the new people coming in for the first time, like you're saying that maybe they're the boats that are out in that rocky sea trying to figure out, trying to find that light. And all of a sudden it's like, wow, voila, here I am. Like I'm in the right place. And I can definitely like relate to that myself. And um, yeah, it's just, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful blessing of social media, you know, to be able to connect to people like that. Um, I think I originally, I probably came upon your account because of Tim Morrison coming and working with sacred sons and then like kind of going down that rabbit hole of like, Oh, what's this men's work? Like, this is cool. And, you know, um, like wanting to, wanting to learn more about it and, and kind of, you know, being curious. So like, I really, I really appreciate what you're doing and, and just um, maybe not what you're doing, but, who you're being right like yeah. you're not really doing yeah. anything you're just being yourself and like you said um just embodying that 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 inner that vision and that energy so i definitely appreciate it yeah thank you and 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 it's really like i, I if you can find community you know it does help to reflect with others and to find mentors and 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 learn from elders and 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 find people that are you know i, I could find like-minded people easily but to find like-hearted people is a little bit different. So find like-hearted mm. people. I love that. Well, I, this has been great. I feel like we could go on for a lot longer, but I want to uh, kind of respect your time as well. Um, so tell the tell our listeners like where they can learn more about you. I know you have a trip coming up, right, to the jungle. Yeah, I have a. I'll be returning. I took a little break, and I've been feeling it's. I'm ready to go back and. And when I go back, I'd love to op open invitation to people. And so April 1st to the 8th, I'll be going back. And if anybody's interested to reach out, send me a, 
a message or go to the website realizationnation.com you can find more information there you could um, register uh, also there's plenty of sacred sons gatherings so, so any brothers that want to come out um, there'll be some in san diego arizona and also maui and they can connect through sacredsons.com and see the events page there or on their instagram page sacred sons also and anybody who wants to feel, send me a message, feel free. You know, I'm open to, to anything, they, if, any help they need. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely recommend everybody uh, following Fabian. His, he's got an awesome account. Always find a lot of medicine and at least a, a laugh, you know, like you, you post yeah. some great, great memes <laughs> as well. Um, and I really appreciate getting that, you know, that insight into your life and you sharing that medicine with everyone. And thank you so much for, for being on the podcast. It's, it's been great. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for creating this container to share. Yeah. I hope we can, hope we can do it again sometime. Cause I feel like we've only really scratched the surface. Yeah. I'd like to. Yeah. Maybe, maybe after you come back, you could, uh, come on and okay, yeah. share, share about your experience this time. There we go. That'd be good. Uh, actually. I'd like that. That would be awesome. Yeah. And thank you so much for everybody joining today on the Instagram live. Like you, you definitely have a, a lot of familia out there, brother, and a lot yeah. of people supporting you. I see them all. I love you guys all. <laughs> I love everybody here. Yeah. And if you're listening on, uh, you know, the pot, pot, podcast platforms like Anchor, Spotify, Apple, um, go ahead and you know, subscribe to the show. Um, go ahead and follow Fabian at realization underscore nation on Instagram. We'll also put a link to his website on the show page and really just appreciate everybody um, joining today. Um, you know, the, the name of this podcast is the vital point And like, it was kind of my idea of like distilling, like what is the essence of this transformational practice? Um, I think, you know, what you touched on today that really stuck out to me is, is embodiment. Um, just uh, being in a state of being rather than like going out and really having to search, which is sort of like what's in your head. Um, would you, would you agree that that's the vital point or do you have maybe something more to say about that? No, no, it, it really is that, you know, it's really is embodiment. It, it becomes, I mean, yes, there's, there, there's work to do in all this, but then at the end of it, you also go, Hey, there is no work to do, hmm. <laughs> you know? So that's the, the paradox of all this is uh, it's everything is perfect the way it is. And so the vital point is just accepting that as just being that you're perfect as it is. And, and so I, I like that. Thanks for sharing the, what the, the name of it is. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Fabian. I'll definitely be looking forward to our next conversation and um, good luck on your upcoming journey. Blessings for you, my brother. Thank you. We'll talk when I'm back. Awesome. Well, thanks everybody for, uh, for joining the podcast and, uh, see you next time on the vital point. We will have, uh, Adrian Jessic next uh, Wednesday, uh, co-founder of Morosco forge ice baths coming up. So looking forward to that conversation as well until then take care everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of the podcast. I hope that you not only enjoyed it, but that you feel inspired to go and do some practice of your own, you know, whether that is something that is a part of your regular routine, like meditation or breath work, or trying something new, like uh, taking an ice bath or starting a new mindset practice. Maybe you feel curious to something that you've been called to try, you know, working with a new teacher, a new facilitator, or maybe even working
working with uh, psychedelics or plant medicine in whatever way is safe and legal for you where you live. My hope is that you are you know, curious and continue to expand your transformational practice and that this podcast inspires you to continue doing that. As always, if you can follow or subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on, it definitely helps. And if you can leave a review, even just a few reviews really help to push the podcast up in the algorithm and help make it more visible to more people. I'd love it if you shared it with your friends, if you're finding it valuable or interesting. As always, follow me at Blue Magic Alchemy on Instagram, all one word. And if you're interested in learning more about breathwork or you'd like support integrating or preparing for self-development and transformational practice, reach out to me at bluemagicalchemy at gmail.com or at Instagram to set up a discovery call for Instagram coaching. Until next time, thank you, be well, and keep practicing. That's the vital point.